This is a proper animal. This is the All A to Steak podcast. It is what day? No one knows what day it is. It's Tuesday. It's Forever Tuesday, is it not? Uh, but here in Texas, I uh, just went for a beautiful walk outside. It's hot and beautiful out, and people are out and about. And I went into Kroger's. You know, it's always good to go into like the real grocery store, not the Whole Foods, because Whole Foods, like, at, at like the high end of the world, the world has become so homogenous that nowhere, no, wherever you go, at least in the U.S., there's a Whole Foods, and it's the same people. <laughs> it's like the same white people wearing masks and being dumb and afraid. And then you go to Kroger's, and it's like, at least in Texas, it's like there's no social distancing. <laughs> it's like in the Kroger's in Texas, it's like in Houston, it's like there's, it was like the, nothing, there was nothing different about anybody. Maybe like one person with a mask, uh, but that, 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 you know, that you could have seen, you could see that anywhere, right? You could see like an Asian person with a mask anywhere prior to this. And it was like, I think it was like an Indian woman and like the rest of her family did not have masks on. And so no one was, was the only one with the mask in all the Kroger's and it was just a relief to be in that Kroger's. No one was social distancing. There was no, there were no, the, none of those things on the floor. Please keep your social distance. Wow, what a, what a moment of collective insanity that we are now reaching the end of. And I'm just looking at this sky and it's so beautiful right now. It's like red. And I really am, I'm feeling like there are clear skies ahead. Insanity is mostly behind us. And it's a great time to be alive. And I hope that we all use this time. And it might be a little bit more. It might be a little bit more. But the the cat, the proverbial cat, is out of the bag. I don't know where that came from. I don't know there was ever a cat in the bag. But the cat is out of the bag. Georgia has taken the lead from Texas even. But Texas is a leader as well. And people are ready to, like, just it's going to be an explosion. Like when the restaurants open, it is going to be amazing and awesome. And there will be no social distancing. So whatever that insane experiment that we just had, I hope, and I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you did a good job. Like I know, I know most of you and what you're doing. And if you're on this way of eating that you did make the most of this podcast, you know, our biggest accomplishment, there was a couple of big accomplishments we had. And when we're not done, like, like there's probably going to be like a week or two uh, left of this, but really we're, we're, we're near the beginning of the end now. And so we'll just start kind of like reviewing some of the things that were great for us. The running we've run, um, it's, if it's Tuesday today, so it was 35, I mean, five weeks, is it five weeks, 35, I'm not even, I don't know, I don't know, but I think it's something like 35, 36, 37, I think 37 days in a row running outside somewhere, usually on the beach in LA, um, and then for the past nine days or so here running here, and uh, we're in great shape, like, it's a, we do it first thing in the morning, and like, for the longest time, I don't actually ever remember a time in our entire life when we hit the road and we're going. Like we're going at a good clip and it's not hard. We started running. Um, we actually started running outside in the very beginning of the year before we went on our retreat. And just to get in shape for that retreat because we had this insane trainer there. And so I started running outside with Bay. And wow, I remember a few of those runs. This Bay is pretty fast. It was painful. Like it was, 
oh, this is, this is, this is not comfortable, which is great, right? And then we got past that. Now we're at the point where every day we're out three, four, five miles and uh, it's, we're just going, we're just going. And it's a great way. And if you can't run, walk, right? Because it's a great way if you're in a new place to learn about the place, right? Where you're just not going to get that in a car. You just start running around. You know, I don't have my phone with me, so I just have to be very situationally aware of, you know, like where I'm turning. You you get a little bit lost, but you always find your way home. So um, that's one thing. So, So we're super psyched about the running. Carnivore way of eating, we just keep, it just keeps getting better. Um, we we've had so many conversations now. You eventually move whatever you whatever you do and whatever you gain competency in. You eventually the 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 next step for you when you're competent enough and that that could, that might mean you've been doing it for a month or two months like Anthony James. But when you're competent enough, you start helping other people with it. And so we had another talk today. And now this person was a person that we connected through, through, our, through our yoga world, which is fascinating because, um, you know, in the yoga world, this type of way of eating is still thought to be not the proper way. Um, and this guy, this guy, John Harding, yoga teacher in L.A., I know through one of the guys, one of the biggest yoga teachers in L.A., Rudy, who is doing this way of eating, and I've been coaching him with it. Although he doesn't need any coaching anymore, but he definitely did in the beginning. And, and he linked up with this other yoga teacher who he introduced to me, who's been doing it as long as I have. And we got into some real interesting conversations, and we're going to kind of go there uh, with this podcast. Um, but then I have to do my own research on this stuff because um, it's too weird and too far out. But we're not you know, we're never about being too weird or too far out. If there's one thing that John and I, um, this longtime carnivore yoga guy, discovered from this way of eating is if, right? If everything we've been told about food is a lie, then what else have we been lied to about? So if everything around sugar and plants and all this thing has been a lie from the beginning with, and many times with just financial intent, with many other times with evil intent, and with many other times just like, you know, good intent, with good intent, but like just bad information, bad analysis, um, not intuitive, not intuitive eating, not intuitive living, then what else are we missing? Like, that is so fundamental. The food we put in our body is so fundamental. Why is it that this carnivore way of eating has not become a thing? Why is it that it has taken 10,000 years since the beginning of agriculture for this thing to be known or to be known within a certain subgroup of the population? What else are we wrong about? And so, of course, we can talk about things politically, but we've done that here. You know, we t- the whole point of, of, of the past two months talking about coronavirus, and we just, just we're gonna, we do a lot of sidebars, we do a lot of train of thought stuff, but we always land the plane. And that's that we, we saw that, like, you know, podcasting has changed quite a bit. It's, of course, it's changed because, like, if you're not talking about what's going on right now, it's like you're not, like, you're not relevant. It's just not relevant. And so, also, if you don't want to like get political around it, that's not relevant either because you can't avoid it. 
You can't avoid it if, if it's a lie from a certain group, then you've got to point that out. And if that's political, then so be it. And so the proper animal has been right on point. And the proper animal has been accurate. And the most beautiful thing about social media, and including this, this is a form of media, is that everything you've done has a timestamp on it. So you can go back to the beginning. You can go back to before we left for Thailand. We left in Thailand in February, March, early March. So uh, you can go back two months ago into February when we were up, up until making that decision. We were talking about this. And what we said was when we were observing China, we did have contacts in China. What we said was we're going. Okay. Based on everything we've seen in China, we're going. Not, not just in China. If it was just China, it would have been more problematic. But based on everything we saw in Asia, in Asia, that we were going to go on this retreat. And we had trust in, our, in the Lord. We had trust in a higher power. And so we said, even if we're supposed to get sick, we're going to make it. And even if we're supposed to die, we're still supposed to go on this trip because it was about... It was about living your life from a place of strength and not living in fear. And we were not going to let fear get the best of us. Not to mention the fact that we had, you know, at the time, 40 people depending on us to be there for them because they were making the same decision out of strength. Ended up being 30, but we had the best retreat of our life. And so that continued coming back. We did not expect the response. We were very surprised at the lockdowns. Uh, but then we became accustomed and we got it. We understood the fear. We, did, we overestimated the, the, our, the population's fear. We overestimated the brainwashing that had been done. And if you were not taking a stand at that point, which we did over and over and over again, which is, what, which is we just used logic and said, if this thing has been around in Asia since last year, there's no way if it's actually a, a contagious disease that it did not make it over to Los Angeles of all places, right? The, the port of entry into the, into the United States and into, the, into North America and into all of the Americas, the port of entry for all of China, for all of Asia, right? There's just no way, and then there's no way it didn't get into you know, San Francisco too, the second port of entry for, in, in the West. So, uh, Therefore, we probably had all been exposed to it already. And we, this was like we were getting, everyone was, everyone we knew at least was like, yeah, probably I feel like I've had it. And then we also had like some inside information about that, that, that they had seen some patients at, at a certain hospital and that, that they were holding them or they were watching them, you know, since like January. So it was like, but you had to be willing, you had to be willing to not, you had to also understand that the media is lying. And then you actually had to be willing to go and listen to the conspiracy theorists and see who's more rational, them or CNN. And it was no contest. It was no contest. And now you're seeing that all the conspiracy theorists are, are more correct than not. 
So a, a great one was that uh, one of the things that got, that got shouted down the most, we didn't get into this very much, okay? So we can't take credit for any of this, is how this thing started, right? It was supposedly started, uh, the mainstream media narrative was that it was started like by some bat in a wet market, which is just absurd on its face. But um, we just didn't care about that at that point because we wanted to just, you know, open up the economy. We didn't want to be locked down, so we weren't talking about it. And then, of course, it, it's now established that it was in a lab, right? And Bill Gates' lab and, like, all the conspiracy theorists are right, and that's crazy, and we don't get, we're not going to get into that. But that was, like, one example, just one example of it. And, and, and then the other, the other uh, thing that got shouted down, right? So if you said that it was in a lab or man-made, you got shouted down and you got called crazy. Then the second thing that got shouted down was the idea of herd immunity, was that like if if you even mentioned her 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 immunity, you got shouted down and and you were said you were crazy. Then, um, if you questioned the idea of flattening a curve that had already flattened because it had already been here, then you were shouted down. And so all of these things that got shouted down, and we were very vocal about them and got shouted down about them. All of these things end up being true. So then you have to ask yourself, okay, what today is conventional wisdom? What today is the MSM trying to slam down your throat? And it's just, it's, the people have finally gotten it. Like they've, they've been so wrong all the way down the line, you know, 2.2 million Americans are going to die. Then they're faking all the deaths. They're coding all the deaths incorrectly. So the, the American people are like, okay, you just can't keep lying to us. So like, even if like, even if you actually say something that's true, we're not going to believe it. Right. And so now you've lost all credibility, which is the media really should have lost their credibility during the Russian hoax, but they didn't. But that will even be an even more, a bigger unwind as, excuse me, the FISA arrests come in. And that's just a whole other topic that we're, I don't know, maybe we'll get into that. Probably not. So you just, you always got to be contrarian. And what, what John and I discussed was, and Okay, and this is going to sound completely insane, right? But he, we started talking about what's the craziest, craziest conspiracy theory right now going? Besides all, like, like be, in, in, before, before this coronavirus thing, flat Earth, right? I didn't even look. I've never even looked at it. I just thought that those people are crazy. But guess what? Based on the behavior, based on what I've learned in this past month about just the evil insanity of the deep state and of the entrenched politicians and of the vaxxers, the vaccines and of the Bill Gates and of the who and of all these kind of evil satanic organizations and the, the child trafficking and, and, and all these things that are real. It's like, maybe I'll take a look at flat earth. Maybe I'll take, maybe I'll actually take a look at that and see what, 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 what they have to say. Now, that, that being said, as crazy as it sounds without having done any research on it at all, there is in very theoretical science, like in, theoretic, in quantum physics, there are these ideas of these folding over each other multi-dimensional spaces, fabrics of space-time and of these holograms and Elon Musk talking about simulation. So it's not as, it's not as flat, earthy, like 
old school flat earthy like they didn't believe like Columbus was would be able to sail around the earth because they just thought intuitively that the world was flat like there could be a and I've done no research on this okay but there could be like a a multi-dimensional quantum theory of flat earth that that might be more palatable to you but I'm going to take a look at it and you know the proper animal is going to give you his 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 real take on it and of course I'm entering it highly critical like it was something I wouldn't even look at in the past but now based on the insanity and based on what I've seen and really what I've seen is that I think one of the the big takeaways from this moment for for me for the proper animal is that there is actually evil in this world that I didn't want to look at. I did not want to believe that there was that much evil in this world and there is. And I'm 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 it's a red pill. So I I was even red pilled. So I have been red pilled and I thought I had taken all the red pills and I'm I'm glad. I'm I it's like but it's just like Neo. It's like once you know that there's no going back. And so you can't go back into this kind of quasi, not even this faux spiritual take that everyone's doing the best they can and, you know, we're all just trying to get along. Okay, that holds for 99.999% of the population, but there is evil out there. And there is a lot of evil at the top in some ways. And so, but I'm glad I know that because I can see things. I always want to see things clearly and I always want to tell you the truth. And we, we're better off having known it. It hurts a little bit. Like the, the, unco- the truth is always uncomfortable. And so the uncomfortable truth is that evil exists, um, but God wins. And that's a fact because there's something about evil and there's something about evil wanting to lose. There's something in the subconscious of an evil person, of a satanic person that wants to be punished. And so therefore they behave in such a way that they will inevitably be destroyed. And so you just have to trust the plan. You have to be patient um, and know that God wins. And, and have faith and have faith. I mean, these are things that sound a little weird and sound a little crazy, but they're in the Bible. I read them every morning and, you know, I'm, I'm always skeptical with anything that I read, with any type of thing that I take on, but I'm seeing things more clearly than I ever had before. And it's not always pretty, but I'd rather see the world clearly and have an accurate view and be able to move from that place than be blind, you know, be willfully ignorant and blind. That's why I'm always going to take the red pill. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're always going to take the red pill. So there was an awakening that we had, but there's also an awakening of the, of the world. A, 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 a lower level awakening for us was the idea that we're also like, we're not bigger than this thing, right? This thing, we, we tried our best to hold it all together every day. For however many days, we didn't, you know, we, we crumbled for, a, a, you know, a solid day. Um, and we quickly got up because we know how to crumble. We know how to take the hit and feel it fully and be with it and have our own little breakdown um, or big breakdown and then move through it 
and it's you know we're still you know you're 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 not when you when you really take a hit it's it's like you got to get up at some point but the stoics say you take your hit you feel it fully you move through the emotions you don't push the emotions away you 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 have your response you have your catharsis you cry you can sit there and cry and like we did and then that's going to help you and then you got to pick yourself up right because there's there's moving through the emotional state there's feeling things fully there's having your release and then there's also kind of like indulging in it right and that's when you know that's when you can get into trouble you indulge in it and all of a sudden this 24 hour event is now a week or a month or a year and we just don't have time for that so um you know you you actually want to feel it and and really get to about to 90% 90% out or if you can get to 100 by all means but accept 90 and then move on right and just know that you'll you know you can carry a little that for as with f- that little sadness that little breakdown as fuel for you going forward you know put leave a little bit in the tank and 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 bring it with you and also it just it also allows you to get going further because there's always going to be a little bit of left there's always going to be a little residual sadness left and so if you like feel like okay well i'm just going to get that last 10% out then you might never move and so you got to move and you got to move forward and you got to get on with your life and you know i think we've done a pretty good job of that and we've made a like a big transition we're here in a in this amazing place we're learning so much about ourselves um we we're getting some time alone we haven't really had any time alone for the stretch times in in like a year it feels like um and so i think we're that's helping us quite a bit i think it's helping bay quite a bit as well definitely necessary especially after being on top of each other for so long that it's just like whew, you can take a breath um what else yeah we we have a, we we but what enough some something that's not so cool but we want to be completely honest and clear and tell the truth is that like we've been addicted to the social media we've been addicted to the news we've been addicted to twitter we're addicted to facebook we just we'd like kick that addiction but like now we're fully in it and we know we're in it because we're just on it and we're like we know we're like we don't feel very well and we're like still on it and in like in the past we used to be able to put it down and now we're just still on it because what are we going to do you know it's we don't have a lot to do we we we're, we take one thing we that we've done to help help that is that we have been pretty firm with our 12 hours off so you know we we'll turn the phone off at like say tonight like 9 or even 10 and then it won't get back on again till 9 or 10 tomorrow morning that's very powerful um so you sleep 7 or 8 hours and then you know you know maybe an hour before you read from books we have a cool book we have a the the Spencer books which is a Mark Wahlberg thing on Netflix now but the book is pretty cool some it's good fiction it's good to read fiction in the evening uh we believe or for us it is and then uh in the morning you know we have this pretty long ritual so that we're off the phone but then when we've turned it on you know in the past we'd have all these cool things that we would be able to do and really now <laughs> it's like we don't really have those things to do anymore 
Um, even in Texas with things that are open, like it's just, it's, there's not, the gym's not open still. Um, the, the, uh, you know, we, like, for example, today, what, what we did was we walked, we went to Kroger, as we mentioned, but, you know, how long does that take to do that? We went for a walk, but we went for a run this morning. So there's like kind of so much of that that you can do, and then you're just on the friggin' phone, and it's, it's annoying. But, so what we're really going to work on as we come out of this, that's the thing we're really going to work on is these, we're going to do some long stretches with no phone, with no uh, internet. We did do some work today. So I guess um, we, we did some work with our clients and we did some work, we, we did some work yesterday too. So that felt better. That feels a lot better than being on social media, but we're, we're addicted. We're addicted to it and it's something that we need to work on going forward because here's a great definition of addiction. Something that you do that you know doesn't make you feel very good, but you keep doing it. That's an addiction. So um, that's kind of like a, a negative of this thing. But overall, on balance, it's been an incredible, incredible learning experience. We're not calling it. We're not saying it's over yet. It's we got a little bit left, but it's the beginning of the end. We hope you've gotten some value out of out of, out of these moments. We know you have. And it, here's another thing. Even if you feel like you haven't, even if like you feel like it's just sucked and you didn't rise to the occasion and you know, you went off plan and it was just brutal and difficult for you. Guess what? It will make you stronger. It's like one of those meditations you do where it sucks the whole time and you're sitting there and you're just thinking and you're looking at your watch, you're looking at your phone, when are you done? But you get it done and it's done and you'll be able to look back on it and say, you know what, I meditated today. And you'll be able to look back in this moment and say, you know what, I survived the, the martial law, I survived the, the craziest, most insane time in the history or one of in the, in the history of of, of at least our lives and we're a better person for it. So trust the plan. It's all coming to a conclusion. We'll be back to our old routines and hopefully in a different way. Hopefully we've all, I know that I have grown and aged, aged, hopefully not like Physically, hopefully you're, using, you're looking young and sprite on the carnivore way of eating, but emotionally and mentally, we are wise. We are wisened by the moment. This is The Proper Animal. This is the All Ages Steak Podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow.